Hey, and welcome to Hypnotize Me, the podcast about hypnosis, transformation, and healing. This is Dr. Elizabeth Bonet, and I'm your host. This podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment, nor should it be. If you need therapy or hypnotherapy, please seek a trained professional. I do hypnosis all over the world, so if you'd like to learn more about me, you can do that at my website, drlizhypnosis.com. That's D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. Now on to our episode. Tice Me listeners, this is Dr. Liz. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I want to let you know that the survey is still running and it's going to run throughout September. And it's just a very, very brief survey. You know, when you do a survey in SurveyMonkey, they tell you how long it takes people to complete it. And right now the average is one minute. I'm not kidding. One minute to complete this very brief survey. And the initial results are coming in that people want to hear about more than just quote unquote hypnosis. They really like book reviews and emotional regulation stuff. What do you do with intense feelings? Like those episodes are already getting listened to and downloaded a lot. And people are saying on the survey that they want to hear more of that. So I would love your feedback. Please let me know. The link to that is in the episode description this week, as well as on my website. So please take a minute and complete that for me. I really want to know who you are. Are you male or female? How old are you? Do you have kids? Do you want to hear about kids stuff? Like I like to know all that stuff. If you're not on the newsletter, go and join the newsletter. This last week, I sent out one that gave a free worksheet on radical acceptance, meaning how do you accept things that are difficult and situations that have happened and move forward. So it's a really good worksheet and many, many, many people requested it. So very happy to give that to you. If you just want to email me directly, you can do that too. Dr. Liz, D-R-L-I-Z, at drlizhypnosis.com. I'm happy to send that to you. And the episodes that go along with that are episodes 90 and 91, What to Do with Intense Feelings, Part 1 and 2, if you want to listen to those. But the worksheet's really helpful too. Okay, let's jump into today's topic. I have no idea why I have not talked about this before on the podcast as a main topic. It is... Hypnosis for IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. This is such a huge topic and an incredibly, incredibly effective treatment. There are practitioners throughout the world that do the hypnosis for IBS protocol that can help IBS decrease significantly. So I'm going to talk about some of the research there and some of the protocol I offered in my own practice. And I can offer that through teletherapy, meaning on the telephone or online. So if you are struggling with IBS and you want help with it and nothing else has worked or you keep switching medications, this is the episode for you. Okay. Or send it to a friend that's struggling with this. So not only have I read a lot of the research on it, I've also been to specific trainings on hypnosis for GI disorders. So not just IBS, but any kind of gastrointestinal disorder. And the research on it is just astounding. So I was sitting at the kitchen table the other day with a friend who I've known for a really long time, actually. 
And he said something like, I don't believe in hypnosis. And I said, really, dude, you don't believe in research anymore? Because I always thought you were really big on science and research. And he was like, what? And I said, do you realize like how much research is done on hypnosis through medical schools, through research institutions, through universities? And he was like, well, no, I had no idea. And I was like, yeah, the hypnosis for IBS protocol is researched in the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill Medical School. They took tissue samples from before and after the hypnosis. This was not just like, wow, we're going to put you in a trance and see what happens. You know, these were double blind groups. This is rigorous research. And again, he said, I had no idea. And I said, okay, well, you know, you don't need to quote unquote, open your mind to anything because I know you like research and science, but I suggest that before you say something like that, you actually see if something does have research and science behind it. So he took my point and we talked a little bit more about it. And that is part of my point here is that IBS and hypnosis is actually one of the most researched topics in hypnosis that I've seen. It has studies dating back almost 30 years now about how effective it is. And in the workshop that I attended, they were saying that it's almost, it's definitely unethical, but it's almost malpractice for a GI doctor to not recommend hypnosis to their IBS patients particularly if medication isn't working. So it is actually more effective than any medication on the market for IBS. That just blew me away when I heard it. And then shortly after that, I got a referral from the director of the Stanford IBS clinic. Okay, Stanford University in California. They have a specialized IBS clinic out there. And someone called me and said, I have seen all kinds of specialists. I've been to the Stanford clinic and the director said, you need hypnosis. And he came in and we did the seven sessions and he dropped his IBS severity. There's a scale that we use to measure that from severe down to mild. Now, did it go away? No, but you can imagine the big difference in his life when it went from severe where he really had to plan every moment of his day, pretty much like where he went and had to know where every bathroom was and um, travel was very difficult for him. Even waking up in the morning was difficult for him. So it made a huge difference in his life. And he said, this is another tool in my toolbox. But let's get to some of the research. Okay. I don't want to just tell you stories here because research is important to me. So the protocol that I'm talking about is created by Dr. Pelson, P-A-L-L-S-O-N, And it is for seven hypnosis sessions every other week. And it provides effective relief for 80% of patients. This is 80% of difficult to treat patients. So these are patients that have tried everything else pretty much. And this research is Warhol et al. 1984, 1987, Pelson et al. 1997, 2000, and then the American Journal of Clinical Hypnosis published a review of 35 studies for the use of hypnosis for GI disorders in October 2015. In all of the studies, every single one of them reported significant improvement in gastrointestinal symptoms. Okay, so this is statistically significant improvement. 
Often the hypnosis helped improve other disorders as well, such as migraines and areas of chronic pain. Okay, I've also done GERD and reflex, and I'll probably talk about that on another episode, adapting this Palsum protocol. And again, I had a client where it went from really significant and severe and affecting her life in a moment-by-moment manner to pretty much none. I mean, even I'm surprised by this sometimes, I'll tell you, but the longer I do it, the less I'm surprised. The more I'm like, yeah, of course, it's effective. It works. I know she listens to the podcast, so I'm just going to say a quick hello. Hello. You know, I can't give your name on the air, but I wanted to say hi. When you go and look on the government website for the Office of Women's Health and you're searching for IBS, it will bring up hypnotherapy as one of the premier treatments for it. And the reason I bring up the government website is because, you know, they don't go just by case studies. It has to have been highly researched and proven effective. So not just researched, but researched and proven effective. And like I said before, this was not just self-report. These years and years and years of studies that Pelson did, they did medical tests. They took bowel samples to make sure the treatments for IBS that they were offering were truly effective in the R. Let's look at some other studies. There were 10 randomized trials on IBS treatment with hypnosis, and then two additional controlled studies that use non-randomized study design. When it's non-randomized, it's a little less rigorous, but we have 10 randomized, and these were done by Hutton and colleagues in the Manchester group, which is a big researcher in this area, Hutton, Heyman, and Warhol. This was a 1996 study. They compared changes in 25 IBS patients treated with a 12-session course of their Manchester model hypnotherapy to 25 IBS patients with similar symptom status, focusing more on work productivity and in doing so, we're looking at economic benefit here, but also I think self-esteem. Working gives people self-esteem. It makes you feel good. It gives structure to your day. And IBS patients often feel like they can't work or they have to have special accommodations. Sometimes they get fired because they're in the bathroom so much. People don't understand. It affects their life with financial impact. So this is not just like spending time in the bathroom and the pain, the physical pain is awful. I actually had some mild IBS for a period of time due to some medication And they didn't tell me that IBS could be a side effect. And in fact, when I looked at the um, side effect little leaflet they give you, it said irreversible IBS. And I was like, whoa, I immediately called my doctor and said, "Uh, no way, no can do. This is what's happening. He did not even mention this to me in the office when he was prescribing this medication. And I would wake up in the morning, go to the bathroom and spend like 15 painful minutes in there, get dressed, go to the gym, have to go to the bathroom again before I worked out. And again, extensive period of time where it's like, oh geez, you feel like hiding your feet in the stall because you've been in there so long where someone's gonna wonder what you're doing in there. And then I would come out, work out, have to go back in the bathroom. This is really awful, okay? so. And I still consider that mild because it only lasts a part of the day. It didn't last the whole day. And I just have ultimate sympathy for people with severe IBS. It really begins to control your life. But back to this, okay. <laughs> they This study reported 
that they had greater bowel symptom improvement in the hypnosis group, and those patients showed more gains in emotional and physical well-being, took less time off work after treatment if they were employed, and were more likely to return to work if they had not been able to work. Of the four patients who were not working in the hypnosis group, three resumed working, whereas none of the six unable to work in the comparison group did so. So of these 25 people, four weren't working in a hypnosis group and six weren't working in a comparison group that didn't receive hypnosis. None of the six returned to work. Four of the six in the hypnosis group were able to return to work. So yay, right? Now, Palson, Turner, and Whitehead published in 2006 another study, but it was non-randomized. But they said, hey, you know, do we even need a therapist there? Can we just send people audio recordings of this stuff and see if it's helpful? So they they tried that. So 19 patients received an audio recorded version of the whole treatment course of the North Carolina protocol. That's the protocol that I do in my office. And they self-administered, meaning they listened to them (laughs) over a three-month period. And then they were evaluated on questionnaires about symptoms, quality of life, distress. So they were measured at the beginning of treatment, at the end of treatment, and in three and six-month follow-up periods. So changes over six months were compared to those seen in 57 control patients. So they matched them on age, sex, symptoms, severity, and a significantly larger percentage of patients in the hypnosis home treatment group, meaning all they did is listen to these hypnosis audio files, showed overall IBS severity reduction by half or more at six months compared to the control group that only received medical care. So it was 53% versus 26% showed overall IBS severity reduction by half or more. They showed improvement in health-related quality of life scores, but the hypnosis home treatment was not associated with any significant changes in psychological distress. So that's really interesting to me. I think an audio program, I know they're on the internet, you can search them up. I don't have one myself And perhaps in the future, I'll have to make an addendum to this that I do. (laughs) But um, right now, I don't have one. I just do it in person or on the phone or through the internet with people. And this is really interesting to me because there's something about that interaction with a therapist that also decreases psychological distress and decreases physical symptoms. And that's not happening in the home study group with just the audio files. But I still think this is an effective option for people and most likely less expensive than seeing a therapist in person. You know, I've run across them through the years, these audio programs, and I don't have an exact figure in my mind of like how much they cost. I know it's a good chunk. I remember that. It's still probably less expensive than going to see a person So that's an option for people. But again, if you know that you're the type of person who talking to someone really helps you and reviewing the symptoms and um, checking in, then I recommend someone in person. Okay, so we have another one here done by the Manchester Group. 250 IBS patients treated in their hypnotherapy unit. So this was an adjunctive therapy meaning they got medical treatment and they got hypnosis. 
So they did 12 weekly sessions. This is not every other week. The Palsen Protocol is generally every other week. This was 12 weekly sessions. Overall, IBS symptoms were reduced by 53%, the severity on average in these 250 patients. So this will certainly bring someone from severe close to mild, or it could be someone who's like moderate down to like nothing, which I've also read about in the literature that someone's symptoms can completely disappear. Of course, you'll never hear anyone guarantee that because we can't, right? Everyone's individual. We can't guarantee that. But we can say, hey, the chances of your symptoms getting significantly better by like 50% are really, 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 really good. Did I say enough release there? Really, 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 really good. Now, in these 250 patients, anxiety, depression, and quality of life scores improved after treatment as well. So again, this does make an argument for getting treatment in person with someone or on the phone, someone that you're talking to and checking in with. And then they did a long-term outcomes for 204 of those patients. So they couldn't find about 45 of them, right? But they found 204 long-term, five or more years after the treatment. And they were still very much better or moderately better. 71%, four out of every five, retained their improvement fully for up to five years. That's really incredible to me. Patients were significantly less likely to use medication or have to see the doctor due to their IBS and had far fewer non-GI physical symptoms as well after the hypnosis treatment. That is really incredible to me. Five years post-treatment, 12 weeks, 12 weeks of your life, that's it. (laughs) And your IBS could be significantly improved for, they didn't study past five years, but let's say five years. And you know, a lot of people would say that's probably the rest of your life, but who knows about that? All right. So I hope that gives you a good idea of hypnosis for IBS. It is truly an effective treatment, been studied and studied and studied. So let's get to how do you get help for this besides me, obviously, right? Like I do do hypnosis all over the world. I really do. People call in from all over the world. So you can always go to my website, drlizhypnosis.com. That's D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. If you're in the UK, there's the Manchester approach that you can look up and they have the ibsnetwork.org which is UK's national charity for IBS. This offers information, advice, all of that. If you're in the US, there's ibshypnosis.com and that's a public information website. That is actually the protocol that I do. And you can search by state practitioners who do that. Uh, I am supposed to be added to that page, but they don't hardly ever update it. Like I know... I know personally one or two people in in the state of Florida have retired now that are listed on that page, but that is the protocol I do. And I got it directly from Palson. He sends you an email with all of it and instructions and all of that stuff. He's actually really nice. So I hope this helps you or someone, you know, someone who needs this. And I am going to sign off now. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Peace. I hope you truly enjoyed today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com. 
drlichypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis.